Sokia Radio Live number 69 tonight with some special folks and uh, regulars as well. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, hey! It's always an experience at Sokia Radio, especially when we don't have a permanent studio set up and it takes us a little bit of extra time to get, thing- or to get things going. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, but I wanted to let you know right off the bat some really interesting news that I learned earlier this week. Uh, they're starting to put in the conduit for our fiber channel back at the other location. So right now, instead of being in our new quote-unquote Wisconsin studio, even though I can't really effectively use it right now, I am sitting in actual St. Paul, Minnesota. Um, very similar to what Nano's got going actually. For those of you who don't know, Nano doesn't have a proper desk or chair. He has like a coffee table and a beanbag. Um, I too am sa- sitting on a beanbag chair right now, and I'm using some oh. sort of like step stool as my, <laughs> as my surface. So well, on the bright side, on the bright side, fiber, fiber. Yeah, fiber. I know that's really exciting. So, fiber lines, man. I wish I had that. I am. I, I await it eagerly. Please, I'm, I am waiting warmly. As that goes. Ha, ha. So what's going on? Um, so birth, I birthed today. Yes, birthed. it is DMJ's birthday. It was uh, technically yesterday, actually, I think. Yeah, technically it was yesterday, so uh, yeah. Well, happy so, birthday, everyone else in chat, in our uh, Discord chat. If you're not there, discord.gg slash gr. You can join us there. Uh, we have a growing community. We're almost at a thousand members these days, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, go go wish DMJ a happy birthday. Yeah, um, I'm turning 25, which means my joints are starting to click. Oh, uh, come on. Don't, don't, don't say that. Four- that's just I'm going to think about 401ks now. <sighs> Your preferences don't change because your age changes. I don't know. Once you, once you realize you're one day closer to death, you just... You just gotta start thinking ahead, you know? No one tells you this, but, like, there is no rule to what is you suddenly weird? can and cannot do or like. When well, you turn 25, am I legally an ancient person now? No, you're not. Wait a minute, sure? wait a minute. What What decade were you born in? Because I think it's still... 93, okay. that was back before the internet was okay. super crazy. <laughs> Yeah. When, so technically when, that makes me ancient. When was Google founded? Hmm. It was around that time, wasn't it? Anyway. Yeah. So Amazon was still being run behind a desk in a back room by one man. Yeah, wasn't it? And they were all about books and rather than, you know, these e-readers and selling literally everything on the planet around the planet. Mm-hmm. Well there you go. So for those of you who are wondering out there, our show is going to be aiming for two hours once again. Obviously, we're going to be uh, ending at a later time because we started at a later time. 
So that is how that's going to go for this show. And for those of you out there who are listening via the podcast function, whatever that might be in the future, whether that's Mixcloud or our personal podcast hosting solution or whatever, uh, yeah, it's doesn't really matter, does it? Well, there goes my dinner plan. <sighs> eh, I still got to hit a movie after this, but I probably will have enough time. So, woo! Zara, my my dinner plans are always unorthodox when I do these shows because it sits between 5 and 7 p.m. for me. Same? Well, 6 and 8. I guess it's kind of worse then. Anyway, we've got a number of things to cover during this show. Obviously, we've got the folks from Mystery Parfait once again. We haven't properly introduced them yet. We've got Carrot and Moog's Parfait with us. uh, Returning to talk about their newest expansion to their card game, Donmaku. And it's going to be a fun ride. So hey. I know you guys are out there. <laughs> Get me off Mr. Bones' wild ride. We were very chatty before the show began because we had to fill in the dead air uh, yeah. a little bit. But other than that, we've got a bunch of brand new music. Every single song, except for the background music, is from the year 2018. So thank you to Zara and one of our listeners out there for that. And yeah. Well, if you want to. Uh, I don't know if he wants to, actually. That's why I'm refraining from doing so. Okay, fine, (laughs) fine. I have have reasons for these things. All right. So, yeah. Uh, We'll also be talking about uh, some new games, and we've got our survey that's ending in a few days. We'll talk more about that as well. Plus, a special project that we've been working on sort of behind the scenes since March. We are finally ready to talk a little bit more about it. People have I'm been so asking hyped. me uh, questions that I have, I've, I've had to be like super vague about it um, because like we've said before, you can't talk about what it's similar to. You can't really talk about what it does without everyone knowing exactly what it is and what it does so i know it's it's so cool it's like once we reveal it to you guys you got your minds will melt i i kind of hope so but i also kind of hope that you're still around to enjoy the thing that we made that's why we're doing it at the end we're doing it at the end of the show yeah so it gives them enough time to recoalesce their brains yeah so they can use it second half once once yeah go ahead Oh, okay. it, was just, it was a joke. It was DMJ's your project vaporwave. Project is always vaporwave. It's always vaporwave, man. So yeah, once um, once the card game melts your minds and it recoalesces, then we'll melt your mind again <laughs> to spectrum. Yep. But until which artifact was it? The the Ark of the Covenant. It could be. Yeah, very... it was the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> that that was faces though. That melted faces. Oh. We're talking about brains. We want to keep the face intact. Oh. The good-looking corpse. Theory. Technical things. Yes. Yeah. Open casket. The small details. <laughs> Who pays attention Forever. to that? So Xseed is releasing Scarlet Curiosity on the PS4. Uh, they are, and we'll talk more about that kind of thing uh, once we get after our first music segment here. So uh, let's do that. We've first up got uh, Antonami. That's an album. That's uh, the song Antonami, even as well as something from a combination album like uh, Cool and Create, Tama Onsen, and Zara, I don't know if you know what that third one is, but it's uh, there were a few different groups that kind of collabed on this one album. It's kind of cool. Uh, okay. um, I'm looking at Tama Onsen, Butotome, Cool and Create. Yep, that's probably the one. 
cool. So let's jump into it. Uh, first one, yep, like we said, Antonami, and after that we'll be back on Gensoki Radio Live number 69.
Soaky Radio Live number 69 tonight. Welcome back, everyone, to the show where we will talk a little bit more with the folks from Mystery Parfait about their newest expansion. So let's get into it. Um, for the uninitiated, what is this besides just being a Toho uh, fan card game, a physical game? Can you explain a little bit about, uh, I guess, from the beginning, the base set, and then we'll move over to what the expansion brings? Sure. Um, so Don Maku is a party game. Uh, you only need one copy to play with everybody, and it comes with all the cards included in it. Um, it supports from four to eight players at a time. And the general idea is that everyone's going to have a role. You're either going to be um, the heroine or a stage boss or possibly a partner or the extra stage boss. And at the beginning, all those roles are going to be distributed to everyone and it's going to be face down. Then everyone picks a character and reveals who they're playing as and the heroine reveals who the heroine is. But nobody knows what the other roles are. You know what your own role is. And that role determines your win condition. So the heroine obviously wants to defeat all the stage bosses and then defeat the extra boss, just like in the games. Uh, the stage bosses win if they can defeat the heroine. The extra boss, extra boss wants to be the last one alive. So they want all the stage bosses to be cleared because you can't kill the extra stage until you beat all the stages. And then they want to be the one to take down the heroine after the stage bosses have been defeated. Partners are obviously trying to help the heroine. So they're working uh, to defeat all the stage bosses and the extra boss. So usually the extra boss tries to pretend to be a partner through the whole game and then backstabs the heroine at the end. So there's a little bit of intrigue there, um, but uh, it's it's some pretty good Don Maku shooting action. It's like turn-based group card battling with mixed with Mafia. Yeah, yeah. yeah you'll, you'll, notice, you'll notice that some people will recognize this as being similar to other uh, card games. It's a, it's a hidden role type game. Yeah, and a lot of the design that we went with is we started with the, the hidden roll base, but then we did a lot of um, uh, top-down design from um, starting with uh, the Don Maku genre in general, and specifically Toho, things like uh, power-up cards, right? Power-up cards let you shoot further and shoot faster, and um, you can stack them up, but when you get hit, you lose some power-ups, stuff like that. So we, we definitely worked with the flavor to make it feel very Toho first um, within the confines of a hidden role game. Okay. So then that so that sounds like the mostly the base game, correct? Yeah, right. all that's on the base game. Okay. Now from there, what does uh, is it Lunatic Extra? Yes. What does this bring? It brings something extra, obviously. Uh, yeah, so we actually managed to name the game off of the two main new features that we added, which just happened to be a coincidence. Um, we have the Lunatic deck, and we have extra characters. Um, so the Lunatic deck is the, the big new add. It is uh, a deck of uh, cards that are all super powered compared to the normal deck. So um, 
if you're going to rate the cards from 1 to 5 in terms of uh, power level, the, the main deck has cards that range from 1 to 5, but the Lunatic deck, it starts at a 3, and it really goes to, like, 11. <laughs> oh my gosh. But you can't just draw from the Lunatic deck normally. You can do... Um, uh, you can basically cash in your, your blue cards or your main deck cards to draw cards from the Lunatic deck, which is useful for a couple reasons. Um, sometimes you just have cards that aren't useful to you at the moment when you're playing. And sometimes uh, various characters or various cards in the game can let you draw cards on other people's turns. But you always have to discard down to your max hand size, which means if you have too many cards, you can exchange condense them into these um, gold lunatic cards. And the the gold lunatic, I mean, in addition to adding the lunatic deck, there are new, like, basic shoot, like there's a new erase shot, which allows you to dodge an attack or attack someone. And then that, there's also revenge shot, which is attack when you're hit. Um, and that both of those are new blue deck cards, they're, they're normal power level. But then oh, in the God. Lunatic deck, there's a combination of those two cards called Reflect Shot, which is a dodge and an attack. Dude, this is going to make this game like a heck of a lot more intense. Oh, yes. This is, so this is the this is our four experts expansion. We recommend that anyone who's new not play with this. Immediately. <laughs> oh, boy. This is this Me. is going to be like like I could already imagine like season vets just sit there just like boom, 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 boom. And it's just like, what is going on? One turn. This is like Yu-Gi-Oh! Like one turn dropping forty cards. What is going on here? You know, maybe it's a good I maybe it's a good thing that I didn't pick this up uh, yet because I haven't had very many chances to play this game myself. Um, I am by no means an expert on this, so. <laughs> All right. So the uh, things that we added um, in particular, we were trying to focus on um, power and power matters and like um, going over the top. We also, um, we've had this idea of a point value that have been printed on the card since the, the base game. So this actually uses point value while the base game doesn't hmm. um, for mechanics in the game. We also focused on the most powerful characters in Toho, which are obviously the stage six bosses and the EX stage bosses. So most of the new characters are either going to be stage six bosses that we didn't have or um, extra stage bosses that we didn't have or even extra stage mid bosses that we haven't put in the game yet. The other thing is since uh, time has moved on since we started working on the base game, new Toho games have come out. And so we have a suite of new characters um, up to, but not including um, uh, the hidden season or um, hidden fire in four seasons, um, hidden star in four seasons. Yeah, this, these, these names. We have we have one card from it, which is Tan Chirno, uh, which is our um, promo card okay. that uh, we're releasing with with the first print run of the game. That sounds pretty obligatory. That's also an interesting character choice. <laughs> being, Very being interesting. The... This is like when you guys chose Player Two, when you put Player Two in the deck. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We don't want to. We don't necessarily want to put in characters that are going to be like fan favorites because we want to make sure that those characters are always available. And just part of the base game, mm -hmm. but uh, this means that we have gotten cards from uh, or characters uh, from Ten Desires, um, from um, the 
uh, lunatic. Um, we, we, uh, see, yeah, we have uh, legacy lunatic kingdom. Legacy Simireto lunatic kingdom. And we have um, the from the new fighting games as well. Um, I think I've I've got a whole list of characters here uh, of new characters, so. Um, I'm just gonna go read through them really quick because there's a lot. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it yeah. wouldn't be Toho if there wouldn't be a lot of characters. That's true. Yeah, we have Flandre, we have uh, Moko, we have Mamizo, uh, Hatano Kokoro, uh, we have Hikatia uh, Lapis Lazuli, uh, Raiko, we have uh, Yugi, Nue. Uh, Kaguya. Uh, people ask us why Kaguya wasn't in the base game. It's just like there's, you gotta make a cut somewhere. Uh, Junko. We have uh, everyone's favorite Hellcat, uh, Orin. Mm -hmm. uh, we have Kijin Seija. We have uh, Koishi. We have uh, Ichirin. We have Suwako. We have Iku, Komachi, Yuyuko, uh, Shikeki. We have Kogasa. We have Sho, uh, Sumireko. Ron and Kanako, and that's uh, that's just the expansion, right? Yes, the that's... expansion doubles the number of characters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there's all that, and then there's a whole other half in the base set. Oh, pretty man, crazy. This is gonna make so, setup some so of, much harder. <laughs> some of you will notice that Flan is in that set, and might be like, "Why wasn't Flan in the base set?" And that's because I remember this was asked last time. It's because the SDM contingents has so many characters in the base set already that they didn't want to make it any heavier than it already was. So for those of you who are waiting for Flan, now they're here. So there you go. Yeah. So now we're up to 50 character cards. Um, we've sort of set a precedent for ourselves to release 24 new characters, which means that, well, I don't know if we could even get through all the Tohos that uh, exist already um, with that many, but Zune keeps making new games, so who knows? Man, new games so mean new is, characters. Is this the point of the trailer where you put the gangs all here and then you leave <laughs> Waluigi out? <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, who, who would be the Waluigi that we uh, don't have in the game yet? Uh, Chen, maybe? Yeah, let's do it. Really? Leave huh. Chen out because we need a Waluigi. Some a beloved character that never gets added. But give but give like but give like I don't know, Maribel, Maribel up thing, like like her be the Ridley. Yeah. <laughs> In addition to uh the new characters, we've um we have many new artifacts so we like to represent the items that have uh, giant face value in uh, Toho in our game as well and because we had the lunatic deck we have the ability to put more of those artifact cards into the game because they don't show up quite as much as uh, they would if they were just blue cards um, so we have uh, seven star sword right which is um, uh, Toyosato Mimi no Miko's uh, famous item. We have the Horai Elixir uh, from Eirin, and obviously uh, Kaguya and Moko. We have the Jeweled Pagoda. Uh, it's the the thing that Sho keeps losing, and that literally the first half of uh, uh, UFO she spends looking for it. Um, we have uh, Spirit Camera. This is uh, from Kakashi Nempo. Uh, 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 Hatate's 
uh, little cell phone thing, right? So it's the it's the opposite of Shame Maru uh, Aya's camera. And we have finally uh, Tanuki Leaf. Those are our new artifacts. Tanuki Leaf is probably um, people's favorite artifact that we just added because it lets you get a second character card and you can have both characters in play at the same time and get the uh, benefits of um, using their abilities and uh, spell cards the whole time. Oh man. You've forgotten the most pop... No, you, you're wrong there. I, I think you've forgotten the, the combo, the silly hammer. Oh yeah, uh, we have <laughs> Uchide's Mallet, which is obviously from Shin, Shin Miyomaru. Uchide's Mallet is a very contentious card, so it makes it so can uh, do a lot of actions every turn. You can just be like, shoot, shoot, shoot. And then you're like throwing uh, spell cards around and stuff like this. Uh, Uchide's Mallet means that you can only play uh, one Donmaku per round, no matter what. And you can only attack people who are sitting right next to you. But you do double damage and your attacks can't be canceled. Or can't be avoided. So you just like walk up and melee someone in the face with the hammer. Just whack. That sounds brutal. Uh, we have other cards that, that um, are added in the Lunatic deck that are pretty uh, wonky. We have uh, Ghostly Lantern, which for the entire duration of the turn, you cannot lose life, which is really useful whenever people are... Uh, they often try to kill someone in a single turn with just one explosive um, sequence of events. Um, and then we have a lot of cards that uh, try to play up the team aspect. Uh, one of our new cards is Spell Assist, which is, it's just like a, a normal um, card that lets you use your spell card, except at any time you can sneak this card into someone else's hand. You just show like, here you go, you want this Spell Assist, and then they can activate their spell card. Uh, we also have uh, Gift of Yadagarasu, so this is obviously referencing when uh, Kanako gave the power of the sun to uh, Oku, and this one lets you draw two cards for yourself, or draw three cards for somebody else. So if you're trying to help someone set up, you're, you're doing the alley-oop for their power turn, that's a really useful card. Um, we do have a JoJo reference in the game. Oh, boy. oh, okay. Yeah, so really. now we're actually getting to the meat of this conversation. Uh, <laughs> of course. This is going to get good. Dunga. Uh, I'll let you figure out which card that's a reference to. Uh, all right. <laughs> they don't have a set, dude. You guys might be better for, for at For the fans this. at home. <laughs> Here, can I post this on Discord? I can, I can send uh, pictures uh, if anyone's uh, reading along. Right, okay. Uh... I'm noticing in chat, Wanamingo is explaining everyone who's who's in... I don't know how accurate that is. People are portraying us as different characters at this point. Oh. But anyway. Now? If, if you feel like it, I guess. That's what I was told. <laughs> I okay. seem to be new, eh? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> everyone knows who I am. Do they? Everyone knows like who I am in who and like to who terms. If you don't, um, that's fine. whatever. I, I was never informed. So, so you've seen me in Toho. 
so here's the next question. And uh, I think this is a really important one. When is the expansion coming out and how much is it going to cost? The expansion's out right now. Mm-hmm. And it costs um, $29.95 plus shipping. You can buy it on donmaku.party. Hey, there you go. It is, I have, I cannot recommend this game enough. It is a blast. And didn't you guys have like a plugin or something for tabletop simulator or something? We do. Um, you can, well, you can f- go search for it on our website. I'll post it uh, in a more visible place, but you can uh, download uh, print and play. Well, you can do- download tabletop sim files for both the base game and Lunatic Extra and play them for free on tabletop sim. It doesn't have the all the nice art on them. Uh, it's just a preview, but you can get a feel for the game and try it out there. Additionally, we will be at Anime Expo um, in just a couple weeks now. So if you want to pick up your copy in person, um, we'll be there. We'll be uh, we'll have playmats and posters as well. Uh, you can buy the base game and Lunatic Extra, and we'll uh, probably be running some games down in the uh, open play area downstairs. We don't have uh, our own reserved area for Donmaku playing, but they do have open tables, and we will have copies of the game to play there. Sweet. That's, that's pretty awesome. So, uh, I think Nano's going to AX. You should give us, uh, you should give us, like, a little, uh, sneak preview. Uh, if I can, uh, navigate LA, uh, it might <laughs> Hopefully you can get to the convention center. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, we'll roll the dice, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I've got tickets for AX. Let's see if I can find it. Just look for the 100,000 plus people, right? I mean, I start every morning with two shots of vodka. That's how you make it entertaining. (laughs) That's how Nano makes it entertaining. (laughs) I'm just imagining Nano's like, all right, I'm awake. Time for me to swish my mouth with some kombucha and let's go. I mean, this is a Toho stream. We gotta follow Zune's example. I mean, like, (laughs) I'm. That's after this. Oh man, I forgot. The movie will probably end at eleven, so I probably can't go get out. (sighs) Should have planned ahead, man. I slept till four. I had to work hard last Uh, night. I had to work on my birthday. Yeah, that that always stings. I hate being old. I used to remember when I was a kid getting pulled out of school for my birthday. Really? Wow. Yeah, I got pulled out of my I was pulled out of school for my birthday all the time. I remember we used to go like I would get pulled out of school like around lunch. We'd go get like Dairy Queen. I would go like to the house, play GameCube, and it was fun. Oh my gosh. Uh all right. Well, I think that's been a lot of talking for one segment. Let's hop into some other music here. Uh, this is I Want to Be the Kyoto from Understanders Volume 3. And then after that is something from the album Marks of Sin. Both of these, I think, are C... What is it? C93 or Retaisai? I always get this. It's like the same kind of... Sim- is that the 80s pop one? Tell me it's the 80s pop one. It might one. be. Yay. Uh, I believe it's Wakuru Records for the first one, if you remember that. But uh, even if you don't, let me jog your memory here by playing the song I Want to Be the Kyoto on Good Soak Radio Live number 69. 
Security Live number 69. I say that right. Gensokyo Radio Live number 69 with uh, Mystery Parfait as well as the usual suspects. Are we usual suspects now? Is this a police lineup? This, uh, it, you know what that's from, right? It's a, it's a Casablanca quote. I know. <laughs> but which one of you is Kevin Spacey? Okay, well, um, that remains to be seen, but... I don't have a voice. Oh. (laughs) You okay over there? I'm okay. Okay, that's good. So, yeah. Um, Exceed is releasing Scarlet Curiosity. Uh, this is a game that has been on the PS4 since 2016. It's been a couple years. Um, but they are releasing it for PC on none other than Steam. So... Which, um, I do want to, I do want to reiterate, um, speaking of Steam, rip Windows Vista and XP users. Ah, yes. Those of you who don't know... Uh, Steam will be ending support for XP and Vista if you're on either one of those operating systems. You realize how old those operating systems are now, right? Well, yeah, but they still don't have support for Windows. They, you do know, and this is something I have yet to figure out why, Steam does not include in their survey Windows 8.1. Uh, does it just say 8 somewhere? It just, no, no, it doesn't even say 8. It just goes... 10 and 7. They didn't actually include 8 this time around. That's kind of weird. Yeah, it's weird. So, um, yeah. I think they accidentally got lumped in with Windows 7 and they just forgot to put it in the survey this time. Even though they have the same hardware survey every year. So, well, I know you just sort of derailed me from what we were actually talking about, but is Windows 7 going to kind of turn into what XP was? 
Well, as of right now, yes, but the holdout rate on Windows 7 is actually much higher than a lot of other people because so many people are dissatisfied with how Windows 8 and 10 are approached. That we Because like, if you guys don't know, I'm still a Windows 7 holdout. Uh, the only system that runs Windows 10 is the lap is the laptop that uh, the that's the touchscreen. Every I'm other still... system runs Windows 7. Same, actually. I'm still on seven. Like I would, I would still be on XP if they still signed it. <laughs> I, I I prefer seven. I just prefer it. It's better than Vista, and I was on I was a Vista holdout for a long time. It doesn't take a lot to be better than Vista. Let's be real here. Okay, uh, let me tell let wait. me tell you about how I actually preferred Vista. <laughs> there we go. Um, here's a conversation <laughs> I wasn't expecting. Yeah, I actually enjoyed Windows Vista. Mm, boy. It was I never ran into a problem with it until my laptop decided to just bork itself after I bogged it down way too much. I actually enjoyed Vista. I thought Vista was an okay operating system. <laughs> And I still cannot figure out why all these people malign Windows Vista. Because I used it for years after Windows 7 came out. Years. I re actually refused to go up to 7 and wanted to keep Vista. Huh. All right. Well, I don't know how many other people share that sentiment, but now we know there's at least one person on this planet that uh, doesn't mind Vista. DMJ is the 1%. It's it's Windows me all the way. Okay, actually, my uncle was the same way. I, um, it was well, either me or, or uh, Windows two thousand, because it was basically those, those are very different, very different. Okay, fine. Um, I'm gonna pick Windows two thousand because that was that was probably the one he was talking about. But it was like the one of the versions that came out just before XP because it. I guess was less resource intensive and you could switch up the theme to make it look like classic windows um for those people i guess who wanted that i never really had a computer with me i had a friend who did but that wasn't that wasn't me huh but it was all right let's let's try to go back what, what about Scarlet <laughs> Curiosity on yeah. um yeah no we uh we looked at it a little bit and uh besides being released by exceed it'll be steam sometime this summer i don't think there's an exact date out there if you look it up um i don't know maybe there's a date somewhere but i know it's it's on their website it's in it's in it's one game in a list of things they're releasing this summer uh and it's uh, obviously cool because it's kind of weird because it's taking what was effectively a fan game, kind of, that was ported to PS4, and now it's coming back to PC on Steam. It's kind of, we've gone full circle here. Woo! Full but it, circle. it's an interesting trip um, for that particular game. Speaking of releases, while it's still on my mind, a month from now, if you are a Nintendo Switch player, Genso Wanderer will be out on Switch. Go ahead and get your pre-orders, because I already got mine. And um, yeah, this will be the second Toho game on Switch now. We and are this living one... in a golden era, truly. We, yeah, yeah. We are truly like, I'm waiting for the day where we get the call, Lunar, and we're just like, why does it get Sokyo Radio go on stage at E3 to release some Toho games? <laughs> Never will happen. Never will happen. But why? 
I already can feel it in my bones. It will never happen. There will never be Toho on the main stage. And when that day happens, if it happens... Keep the clip. And I want you to play it on stage. Wait, what? What? Are you assuming it's going to be... Are you assuming this is going to be me? Or, or like someone in the community that we know? No, I'm going to assume it's going to be us. And they're going to ask us to go on stage at E3. And if this clip comes up and where you said, remember years ago when you said this? I want to remind myself, yeah, I remember that. This is DMJ's I told you so moment. That was like, my... I was... Oh, yeah. I mean, you need to make some ridiculous promise then. Like, if you do that, then you'll eat, you know, shorts. your Alstomaria record CD or something. No, I'm going to do what the guy did when they announced Ridley for Smash. I will eat my shorts. And that's going to be recorded. That's going to be indexed for history. There's a video online of a guy who put out on Twitter. He's like, if the new Smash has Ridley, I will eat my shorts. And then he recorded himself eating in shorts. <laughs> so I will eat my shorts. Fantastic. Star Citizen might actually release before we get to E3. Okay, no. No. Star Citizen will not. I'm still putting a 21XX date on Star Citizen. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Wait, what? Really? I, I personally believe we will never see Star Citizen. I actually believe Star Citizen will never release. And that it will go to court before we even see the release. Well, and just, that courts will take, make them bankrupt. Eventually. Depressing. I don't know when, but it will be before the game happens. Because it's essentially, it's a scam at this point. Like, there's no denying Star Citizen this, is, is not a scam. This was a whole conversation that happened before we went on air today. Yeah, this this was a heated conversation because I I got out of the cold. Mm -hmm. I I now see the light and I see how bad this is gonna get. If you are in Star Citizen right now or in limbo waiting for refund, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. I'm so sorry for everything that happened. I'm sad. I'm sorry that you got duped in by promises that will never come to fruition. Like, if you're a Kickstarter backer, dude, I kudos to you if you're still in. Like, I was in, and then I saw the light. So, like, if you can get out, get out. Avoid the game. <laughs> Avo no, like, seriously. Like, this is not, this is not, like, me, like, maligning a game because I don't like it. Like, I, 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 it's a scam. Do not, DMJ, like, stay away from those. They need help. Well, Pete, like... But how? I, I listen to a lot of podcasts about cults, and this this, this is a thing. sounds like one. Uh -huh. Like no joke, stay away from Star Citizen. All right, let's continue on Toho Talk. Sure, um, yeah. Things that actually on the list of things that do exist. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, w what is on that list? Oh, right. There is kind of um an interesting one. Uh, so last show last month we told you about a thing that's happening uh that we're looking to get more information about and that is the potential for a toho concert type event happening in america um oh, yes. yeah we talked about it obviously we announced this the last show but to recap uh there is an event group which approached against radio and said hey we're looking to see if this is something we can do, um, but we need some some local help because they're from basically the other side of the planet 
and uh, they just don't really know a whole lot about uh, America in general. Where where are the fans?、Um, what are some of like the 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 places to be in terms of finding other fans like in person and and going to events? Where where would be a good place to 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 hold it? When would be a good time to have it, etc.?、Um, Carrot moves. I don't know if you guys have been following, but、uh, but I am much excited.、Uh, yeah, like it's it's a different prospect. The last time that we had any like Japanese Toho circles or artists was back in 2015.、Um, Namasan. So yeah,、um, the basically. There, we're just looking for information. We have a survey that's up out there,、uh, gensokyoradio.net/survey. You have only a few days left to take the survey and let us know a little bit. Just, it's basically just asking for for relatively basic information. All of it's anonymous.、Uh, the only way we would possibly know who you are is if you tell us in the very last、um, thing where there's a text box. Like, don't write. I am lunar, or I am so and so. Because I mean, maybe we could figure it out that way, but maybe you're pretending to be someone else. Because if you wrote "I am lunar," you're not lunar. I am. Is this like? Are you in the down to new group? I am lunar. No, am no, 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 no. We are <laughs> lunar. Let that sink in. So yeah,、uh, if you haven't taken it, yeah, consokuri.net/survey.、Um, the event group is Toho Ongaku Fest Global. Um, the non-global version of that is a group which has worked with.、Um, they're almost a sister group to Yuhei Satellite, actually. So, like, this is coming from a group, like a source that works closely with Circles. So, if that gives you a little bit more confidence as to the potential success of this kind of thing happening, they've run. Um, a few, at least a few dozen events、um, throughout Japan and China, and they're looking to expand, sort of in the Southeast Asia area, as well. Indirectly, they are、uh, indirectly they are the reason why Lunar has a signed copy of、uh, that email. Uh, really? Is is it the one that you gave me, or yeah? Because I also have the like. There's a there's an album that we've played a couple songs on here before, from the Circle、uh, Akane Bane, I believe the album is called Suture,、um, and that one came from.、Uh, it was a gift actually that I got from、uh. one of the people from Toho Ongaku Fest, I believe. So,、um, well, they um they hosted that um they're the ones who hosted that uh concert we were at. Yeah, yeah. Arsenia、um, was literally there, and I got her to.、Mm-hmm. I like had a chat with her and got her to、uh, personally address an album view. Yeah, no, I, I remember that. You got it signed for me, which is why it didn't come to mind. But I I do still have that, and I I think that kind of、Yay. thing is definitely really cool. So now I have two albums signed by by members of UA Satellite. Yay! Yay! Yay. All right. So yeah,、um, if you're interested in seeing that kind of thing here, let us know. Just a few days left to do so. After that, we'll be tallying it up and basically determining if it is indeed something that's feasible. It's based on the number of responses and the type of responses and where people are and whole bunch of stuff. So, yeah, that's what I got for that. Yeah, but it's pretty big. So,、uh, 
other than that, we'll move on to the next uh, segment here, and then we'll talk a little bit more about things that we have going on behind the scenes, Gensoki Radio and LSM. Till then, this is Nth Spring from the album Antonami, and we'll be right back in Gensoki Radio Live number 69.
and so Security Live number 69. Thanks for joining us this evening. We've still got our usual suspects and our guests, who uh, perhaps we should try to uh, talk a little bit about something that uh, we can all talk about. Um, Nano and I have been trying to figure out why we can't get countries and listeners. We're still working on that. It happened last show. so. But in the meantime, we've got some other things that we can uh, sort of hint on. Uh, DMJ, I know you had to possibly drop out a little early tonight. Is that still true? You still here? Um, still figuring that one out, but right now we're still green, so... Okay, cool. So, uh, you know, we don't actually get a ton of chances to talk with with DMJ or, or any of the other folks. Um, also, this is, of course, an interesting opportunity for those folks in our Discord chat to ask us some questions, particularly to the folks at Mystery Parfait. If you guys have any questions about the game or anything like that, um, this is like the opportunity to do so. Um, just let us know. I noticed that Moogs posted the uh, the Sage card, and um, yeah, that is one of the more interesting ones, being that it's like upside down and turned around or something. I'm not, how exactly is that transposed anyway? Well, here, let's repost the image, except for <laughs> actually upside down. Oh. Well, we're figuring that one. So DMJ, uh, okay, that's very good. DMJ, if you can um, sort of take point here while I continue to figure yeah. out how we can get this going. So you guys are essentially doing a bunch of fun having fun with this one i would assume making doing the the way that you're making cards and stuff oh yeah yeah lots of fun uh anytime we can chance to put in some you know minor toho reference or or whatever we, we, we definitely put it in even well, if it's more work for us now the, the 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 big question you guys are adding a lot of um a lot of stuff to this game um when it comes to this expansion and it seems like you guys are hitting this one pretty i would call it almost in the same vein as the base game when you guys originally released are you guys actually planning another expansion after this um or are you guys like right now like all right this is what we like frameworked out to let's play it by ear well i guess this is as good of a place to announce it as possible so we are working currently on a second expansion for the game already well uh, we've been working i mean there's a lot of production time that happens with uh making the game there's a lot of time where we could not change the cards so mm -hmm. um you know, like, why waste that? Why waste that time? Let's uh, get to work on the next one. So the and I, and I know this is prying. I feel like I'm one of those E3 E3 people trying to pry Todd Howard for some sort of you know release date for Starfield. But like, do you guys have like and a? Can you guys say anything about that next release? Is there anything you guys are like? looking forward i know you're probably i know uh, obligatory it's going to be extra character but is there going to be like a theme to it so if the theme for lunatic extra was big powerful um 
extra bosses, final stage bosses. Um, the next expansion is the opposite. It's a focus on the stage one and two bosses, uh, the mid bosses, the small fry mobs like fairies and stuff like that that have not gotten a lot of uh the the march of the meek yeah so we're gonna see a lot of let's say the sdm's fairy maids or you know the like they are in the game we do have fairy maids in the game can't say exactly in what capacity yet but um and, and a, a humbler character representation now also yeah. Lunarian, I would call them Lunarian mobs. Are those going to be like a thing? I don't know what to call like the general dissidents of the moon that have guns. Uh, we do have a lunar rabbit. In fact, um, Moogs might be able to share a picture connected? of one. Let me, let me see. I, I might be able to grab a picture of one really quick. Um... For those of you who um, follow the um, Toho art scene, uh, we've been working with one of our, our artists that has uh, contributed a lot to our projects is Scoop or Skew. It's very uh, difficult to figure out how to pronounce her name. Um, and <laughs> we, she did... we have experience with that. <laughs> DMJ <laughs> has experience with that. Um, no, uh, remember Bub? Don't remind me. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Skew did this picture of a Lunarian rabbit for us. Let me just size it down a little bit. I'm, I'm actually kind of now like you know the 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 meek don't ever get the attention in the toho world and i think it's about time that we start seeing a lot more of like the fairies or even maybe even like it, it, i know in ten desires the first on the first stage they were like spirits that would be kind of cool because ten desires is easily one of my favorite games it has easily the best soundtrack in my opinion right uh, I'm a mountain of faith person myself, but. Oh. All right. So thanks for filling in the gap. Um, some useful information, and I think, do we have anything from General? I mean, <laughs> we've uh, not not a whole lot. You know, honestly, it's been pretty quiet in chat. Although we have quite a few uh, listeners on. Um, we don't have countries and listeners because for, again, for some reason, whenever I go somewhere else or whenever we're running these shows, it refuses to work function, like just normally. Um, it was working before the show, it was working at the other location, but here, sorry guys, I mean, typically we have people from the US, Canada, European countries, we always have someone listening from Japan, um, and stuff like that, and to everyone out there who is listening, thank you for listening. We've still got uh, what I'm going to say is roughly half an hour left in the show. So uh, thanks for sticking with us. And I know that uh, that call was a little later than normal, but that's kind of what we're dealing with right now. So Yeah, it's 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 rough not having a dedicated internet. 
It is. Like, country list? This is broke. Okay, understandable. Have a great day. Although, like, I mean, we... I, I check it all the time when I'm at the other studio location, and it it just works. But uh, we've Nano and okay, so like I guess to give you a little bit of background, uh, a look behind the scenes, if you will. Nano and I have been sort of poking around at this for a while, trying to figure out what's the uh, what's the best way to sort of approach handling just tracking, because because the whole. What it does, it doesn't just list countries and listeners. It's also the thing that's responsible for sort of logging station activity. You know, how many listeners do we have connected to the station over time? Um, if there's any song switches, that's another thing that it'll catch. It'll say, okay, this song just started and it'll continue going from there. So like the live song information, it helps to provide a sanity check. It provides logging. Uh, and sometimes it gets stuck, sometimes um, there's a ton more calls to the API than we're expecting, and it increases server load to the point where it stops working normally. Normally it should take, you know, a, a second or two maybe to get all that information and load it in and stuff, but there's been times where it takes like two, three, four, five minutes just for one pass, and it's totally, absolutely broken. So, that's obviously not um, what happens most of the time, but yeah, we've seen it happen, so. Um, speaking of which, uh, we're having trouble connecting to the server at all, like, in Sofia Radio.net's not loading right now. Um, okay. So I'm still connected on my end. Yeah, if you're trying to get to the website, um, I do recommend if, if for whatever reason the website's not working for you, TuneIn is a great place to listen. Uh, we're also listed on Shoutcast's yellow pages. So if you just look for Gensoki Radio or even type in the word Toho, you're going to find us. So there's other ways to listen. Um, yeah, it was... Uh, you might not have noticed, or maybe you did, but when DMJ and uh, Mystery Parfait here were talking a little bit, I was behind the scenes trying to get some things to work. But oh wow! So old. So if you're currently connected, you're fine. If you're trying to load in on a new connection, it won't connect. So I have no access on my phone. Interesting. All right. Um, I'll fix that during the next break here. This is just the things that we deal with. All right. Um, something that is happen. Actually, you know what? I was trying to load this other thing here. I was trying to get a list of things. Um, cause we've got this other thing that I've got a list mention. I need a list of names. All right. Thank you to, uh, Zero Nick Meme Slayer, Wanamingo, General Coolman, Mr. Sketchy Kagiro Days, Arani, and Kisone Kunoma, as well as all the other people who help support on uh, LSM's campaign. It helps us out with uh, just making sure that things are kept running, uh, helps us out as creators behind the scenes, because Gensoki Radio is not the only thing that we do. Um, one of the really interesting projects that I alluded to at the beginning of this show is something Ooh, that we've been yes. dubbing Project Spectrum. Um, yes. And... I, you know, I guess we're at the point where we can talk a little bit more about what it is and uh, what you can expect coming from Project Spectrum. It is an audio analysis project. I think that much has been made clear. 
Um, we started working on it in March, doing sort of, you know, kind of researching into how do we make the kind of thing that we're making, uh, how do we, you know, and then I guess developing it from there. But it, it's taken, you know, the three or four months that it has to get to the point that we're at now. Um, it's a homegrown version of what you would know as Shazam for your mainstream music, we're making a a homegrown, like a self, like not based on anyone else's code, completely from the ground up version of that for, um, for independent music. And where better to start with that than the Toho Music Library? And I... So Shazam... For Toho, but the only the only really big challenge. Where's that, our TV show? What TV show? DMJ. We were supposed to make that. Well, like here's the thing: How did Shazam get a TV show? The there's literally a TV show if you guys don't know it called Beat Shazam. I'm not familiar with this. It is it is the like you have to be able to identify the song before Shazam does. Oh, wow. Huh. Okay. Well, that would be... I feel like it'd be really difficult for Toho music. That'd be nearly impossible. Like, I mean, I have my moments where I hear, like, the first couple of notes and I know exactly what song it is, but... But when it comes to, like... um. Sometimes I'll get asked by people, what is the original song? Like, what is this arranged based off of? Like, the in-game name of it. Oh um, my gosh. And I can't answer that question because I don't listen to the original music. I listen to arranges of the music. That's, I the, listen stuff to that, the, that's the stuff that I think sounds cool. Well, like, I listen to the originals as well because, I mean, I, I play the games. But here's the issue. There are sometimes some arrangements that bury that that original arrangement they take liberties artistic liberties is that what we're calling it because i call it avoiding the subject sometimes it, it's, it's like, just like you gotta have like four or five notes that are similar to the melody of something and then you can call yourself a toho remix am i right <laughs> like i guess but like this is this is an issue. There is literally some songs where the intro plays just the intro to whatever song it is, mm -hmm. and then it goes off on its own thing. And I'm just like, uh -huh. like you can't, can't, can't be in a range. Come on, like that's just like you're saying tell arrangement. Here's original music. I call that original music at that point because like that's just ridiculous I, I call that yellow zebra syndrome where it's like okay we're gonna play like here's the hook and then like three minutes of something different and then we'll go back to the chorus and sure okay um so anyway uh we've been kind of keeping this under wraps for now or for the last few months and we're telling you about it now because we're starting to get we're starting to gather a ton of data like the, the way that you figure out or have a, a machine figure out what song is playing based on like a, an audio clip is 
you have to you have to understand pretty much like it's tough to explain but basically you do a bunch of analysis on just song by song you take down a ton of data points we're talking tens of thousands uh, maybe not per song, but like thousands per song, I think is probably more accurate. Uh, last I checked, um, we started doing this analysis, um, like just cranking away at gathering data, uh, crunching the numbers and stuff. And I think we're up to a little over 4 million data points at this point. Um, and we're, we've only done maybe a two or three circles worth of, of music so and at least what we have we don't have everything but we, we have a lot which i think is why it's uh kind of we're kind of in a cool place to to do this because uh, we have a good base for the music um the end goal of, of course here is that eventually um in the not too distant future we're going to be releasing some sort of beta which people will be able to use and uh just kind of play around with it a bit to see like maybe they legitimately are listening to a song that isn't tagged or is in some random youtube video somewhere but it's not properly attributed um oh and- my gosh i got so many of that from back in my early days this will be a godsend yeah. i have east new sound songs i don't know what the names are because they were ripped off youtube way back in the days but damn hey that's illegal yeah but that was (laughs) that was back in that was back in a time where my school actually sanctioned this well yeah you have a bunch of files that are just track 03.mp3 oh track 03 that's no 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 these are literally like like my school back in the day like taught us how to go to youtube.mp3 oh, conversions oh, and use oh, those well, and i use that shame on i them. use that for projects so i have a couple east new sound songs all right i well, have no data for because that's we had to we had to we were graded on using that look to be clear this is from a bygone era like this is um this is the part where you have um two or three like East New soundtracks in your in your database, and they're marked as um, Toho Electro forty number forty five, because that's yeah. what the freaking that's what the video was called uploader called it. Yeah, and he, didn't, and he didn't give proper credit to anyone except maybe like one word down in the bottom of the description. No one will ever read because YouTube is because YouTube uploaders do such a piss poor job of giving credit. Well, I mean, like, and here's the other the other issue I have. There are some places that are really good at doing it, doing, um, getting some data points, but there's some people that actually just struggle and they put, like, you know, uh, the original, think, like, the original arrangement name as the title of the actual track. Right. Oh, right. They'll, it's, it's not that it doesn't have tags, it's that it's mistagged, and so you, like, think it's one thing when it's actually something else. This actually happened to us during a panel, um, yeah. where... We played a song and claimed that the title was called Heartwarming when it's actually called Sweet Home. I know. Don't remind me. <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm just saying <laughs> that was a thing. And it, it That happens. It happens to the best of us. So I mean having like, something like this is gonna point you in the right direction. And we're fix this problem. Yeah. 
So it's um it's not a small project. I mean, based purely on the number of data points that we're collecting, I think we're almost we're we're either at or approaching the number of data points that Gensoki Radio has acquired over the course of more than seven years, and we've done that in less than seven days for this sort of number crunching that we're doing. So that might give you a little bit of perspective. Um, this isn't something that we can run alongside Gensoki Radio's website and database and stuff. This will require its own server because the data alone is going to be big. Um, not big data in the sense that, like, you know, look up enterprise big data, but in the sense that it is the largest grouping of data that we've personally had to deal with. Um, so this will be a fun and interesting project, and we hope that people will be able to to just play around with it. Um, I, I mean, I really want to do, like, a couple weeks, maybe get something where you can just... Um, well, I'm basically how I mean how it works is you'd have to have like an app or something uh, record a little bit of an audio clip, and then it would s send that off, and then we'd tell you what song it was based on the analysis. So that's basically how it would do its thing. Um, so maybe we'll do something like index all of uh, Bobby Music's uh, and Frozen Starfall's albums because those are pretty easy to to get on Bandcamp. Um, obviously, oh, uh, so easy. Yeah. Get some of seismic stuff. Seismics as well, um, which uh, yeah. So uh, by the way, um, I know that you know, we've kind of see what I did. Yeah, I know you went full circle. Uh, he's bringing me back to my notes here. Uh, next show, Life Number 70, is going to be a guest show with our supporters. So if you want to help support us, uh, like I said at the very beginning of this, Lunar Spotlight Media is on Patreon at patreon.com slash Lunar Spotlight Media. Uh, get cool things like uh, understand the kind of updates that we do, um, like weekly updates, uh, early access to live shows after they're done before the rest of the public gets to hear them. And uh, yeah, certain people on there, certain supporters will be also on our show next month, Live 70. And Seismix wants to join us as well, so you can uh, chat with him on and off the air. It's a pretty cool opportunity. Anyway, we're going to jump into this next song here off the album Phantom. After that is something from Chill in Wonderland. We'll be right back on Gensoki Radio Live number 69. 
や思ってないことなんか歌えないやっぱ心配事が絶えない楽しい掘りだけ進めマイライフ単純にお前と笑ってたい星の覚悟と繰り返して忘れた覚悟だってせいもなくも飲み干して笑うと全部どうだってよくなるよ楽勝と畜生同じかつ口にしながら歩こう終わらない夢終わらせ次の夢を見るなんて贅沢なんだしねごめんどないめい何気ないプレイ捉えられるうちはまれしょにれモノクロの未来にえたスプーンボール時計の針は下手くそなムーンを途中下車なんて許さないよこの道と終点を夢と呼ぼうエビ
Soki Radio Live number 69. We'll be here for just a while longer before we close out the show. Um, we've still got the folks from Mystery Parfait with us. And uh, DMJ had to duck out a little early for some birthday-related festivities. So I uh, can't, can't really blame him. I mean, he had to work during his birthday, which always kind of stinks, but there you go. So we're back here. Um, still kind of on the quiet side as far as things go. Uh... And I was going to post a photo of kind of my current setup here. Normally, I'm on, you know, your regular, like, your 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 desk, your office chair kind of thing. And I've got a mic stand that sits off to the side and does that kind of thing. But um, I'm sitting on a beanbag chair. If you missed that at the beginning of the show, it's also kind of how Nano does it. Um, got our uh, our travel case that's got all of the other audio equipment on it. Because you got to put that somewhere. And then, of course, uh, this isn't the most acoustically uh, refined room. There's, like, nothing on the walls. There's, uh... <laughs> it's different than my environment normally, but that's how it is, so... What is... I'm just seeing this in our, in our general chat here. What is Erase Shot? This is a card from what I'm assuming is the new game, or the, the new expansion. Uh, it is, and it features the best girl, Kompakuyon. <laughs> uh, of course. So one of the things that we're trying to do is um, add some new cards to the main deck for um, each of the expansions. And this is uh, one of the problems we ran into during development was that um, you need to have a certain ratio of the deck be attack cards, like shoot, and a certain ratio be uh, defense cards like um, graves mm-hmm. uh, and we made alternate shoots and alternate grazes but in order to keep the numbers the same it ended up choking out a whole bunch of the other new cards that we wanted to include so we uh, came up with the idea of went to have shoot and graze be a single card so hmm. one of the things that we've done in the past um, is even in the base game is have split cards, a card that you could play one of two ways. Okay. And so... Um, yeah, I see this one's got an or section where you can do yeah, either... Top half yeah. or the bottom half. Mm-hmm. And so this is uh, this proved to be like, even though it's a very simple card, it's uh, pretty popular because it's much more flexible than just the uh, default shoot card or the default graze card mm-hmm. now those shoot and graze cards do have other options um on them that this does not but usually you just use them for their default function of attack a person or avoid an attack okay well that is interesting uh are there any other cards that sort of have a dual functionality like this or is this one of the only ones um so as far as new cards that we've added um we do have uh, as i mentioned before uh spell assist mm-hmm. which is a card that lets you um 
either activate your spell card or give it to another player. We have a card called Purification. Uh, this card is used either to remove an item or make an uncancelable attack. And this is um, something that came out of testing because items are very powerful in the game and sometimes you need to be able to get rid of an item. But if a player can cancel your item removal, then it's very hard to deal with. So this is a card that can cancel, get rid of items as necessary, or you can use it to attack a player. And if they're um, playing a character that cancels a lot, like um, Aya is famous for this, because she'll shoot your bullets, um, then those characters are sometimes hard to deal with. So that's another um, answer card that we've put in there. Okay. Uh, I do have another new card from the expansion to uh, share. I'll upload that to uh, Discord right now. Uh, this one is called um, Urban Legend Outbreak. I'll, I'll let uh, I'll let Mooks talk about this a little bit. Okay. Go for it. So Urban Legend Outbreak is, <laughs> first of all, it's our most popular new incident. And that's because it, first of all, just puts uh, two incidents in play. And then each player's turn that comes up, you get a new incident. So this can very quickly snowball out of control. And it's the only, it's, it's an incident card that collects other incidents. <laughs> so while things can get crazy really quick, It'll, it can only last as long as the two shortest incidents. Okay. So with this, you can, you know, people like to talk about edge cases. You can get Lily White and Saigo Aokashi Blooming, which allows you to possibly take all of your life and damage on a single turn. <laughs> but that's pretty rare. You could also just, you know, draw up to your max hand size and then draw even more cards on your turn every turn. I also really like the art on Urban Legend Outbreak. This is um, one of the few pieces of art that I actually had a hand in. Um, this was based off of an actual um, tabloidy kind of um, magazine from uh, Japan. I was really trying to capture the really gaudy kind of nature that a lot of the, the publications have with uh, lots of block text and outlines and multiple colors and stuff like that so you know this is um as authentic as we could make it okay. uh, there's also a little article here that I, I i wrote because there's like a little bit of extra space to put in some text and it was uh talking about the uh uh the gensokyo soccer league how the uh the coppers are winning it <laughs> Cool. Um, well, I, first of all, uh, I need to figure out a way to play the base game more because I am interested in the expansion, but like you mentioned, this might be like, play the base game first, then explore this. And I can kind of see why, because this sort of, it's, it brings new things, but it also sort of builds off of some other things where it, it might make more sense if you've got that sort of starter knowledge before you jump into this one yeah so um 
the easiest way to get started for anybody is uh, if you get onto our Discord channel, uh, you can get hooked up with uh, Tabletop Simulator. Now, Tabletop Simulator is not free, so you'll, you will need to buy a copy of that. Mm -hmm. But once you do, you can actually just join a game with anybody who has um, our Tabletop Simulator save file. And it will they will load in. We have people who are willing to teach new games all the time. And that will get you really... Um, I won't, I won't say it's the most authentic experience because operating tabletop simulator is sometimes like surgeon simulator where you're just trying to um, interact with the controls themselves. But once you get the hang of it, it's actually very quick and it, it takes some of the things that are uh, cumbersome of real life, like shuffling decks and, and dealing out cards and makes those easy. So it's a little bit of a trade-off. Um, the things that are useful to know before you get into playing Lunatic Extra are um, the characters in the base set and the base um, rules. Uh, for instance, uh, we were talking about uh, incidents. So there are the main deck, or I should say the base deck, comes with um, the base set comes with most of the incidents. We added a few new incidents and everything, but that's the, the main mechanic. That's the main ad that we had for the, the base expansion, the incidents mess with the game and they uh, do basically any rule that exists in the head there's probably uh, in the game there's an expand uh, there's an incident that will turn that rule on its head right mm -hmm. um, and so we, we tried whenever we do the new expansions to have incidents that relate to the new mechanics linked to that expansion although we do have some uh, general ones as well um, the other thing is just there's a lot of characters and so knowing who the characters are and what their abilities are is really useful even if you're just playing the base game just because um for instance one of the cards in the base game is capture spell card which lets you use another player's spell card so you can usually only activate your own but this one lets you activate anyone except your own hmm. and so usually um you're, you'll be playing the game with people who are uh, just learned it and they'll draw this card and they'll read it and then they'll look up and they'll read it a second time and then they'll start looking at other people's character cards and they'll be like what's your character card doing and you're like oh i know oh. what you drew <laughs> they yeah. definitely got the uh got the capture spell card there mm -hmm. um uh someone just uh, uh it was a while back but someone asked in chat what our favorite and least favorite aspects of the base game were or the um dislike or like a particular dominant strategy or character cards right, sure. um one of this is um, we did have uh, a few cards that we reprinted in Lunatic Extra because we needed to make um, either mechanical or balancing changes to those characters and cards. Um, we don't want to like make this a, a habit, but um, one of those cards was uh, there was a mechanical problem that we had with the... Uh, uh, the card that was called Phantom Boss in the original. We also uh, correctly renamed that to Phantasm Boss, um, which uh, did not get caught before we shipped the first time. Hmm. And it got simplified a little bit um, because it was just taking forever uh, to play with. Um, we fixed the card Party, 
to uh, for mechanical reasons, especially with uh, the interactions that it had with some of the new characters. But um, by most accounts, the Triple uh, A God tier character in the base game was Shame Maru Aya hmm. because she had the ability to um, cancel other shoot cards or other Donmaku cards in particular by discarding Donmaku cards. So she would literally shoot the bullet. Right? Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's good. And the fact that she could do that any number of times in a given turn meant that eventually she could get into a position where you just couldn't kill her. She was basically invincible. Huh. And we kept that same ability, but um, we reprinted her character card in the expansion with a limitation of once per turn. So okay. a little a little bit um, more on the same power level. Sure. Um, as for character cards that I would do differently if um, if I were starting over, I I think that the spell card that we gave to Hakare Reimu, um unfortunately just led to some like slightly unfun gameplay in the base game and i really mostly regret that we put a card like that on the main character of the series right like you want the main character you want your mario and luigi to be the if not the most fun characters to play with the at least the solid good um generally useful characters and reimu's ability um lets her shut down certain card types and telling people you can't play cards is um, not great for a card game. Mm, right. Um, we also uh, we, we experimented with having um, forcing players to skip turns uh, like Cherno Perfect Freeze will uh, basically freeze you for an entire turn which sure. is very flavorful. Mm-hmm. But it's another thing where sometimes the uh, the rounds uh, can take a while, and so if if you have to skip your turn, then you might not get to a chance to do anything for you know five or ten minutes, and that's not fun either. So sure. we, we probably wouldn't put any turn skipping in the base game if we uh, redid it from scratch. Makes sense. Okay. Uh, I don't know if this is directed to us or you guys or maybe both, but uh, Onpaku asks in chat, when are you coming to the not as exciting East Coast cons? So unfortunately, um, we don't have a whole lot of like, uh, like we both have uh, our own jobs. Mm -hmm. um, that like Mystery Parfait is, is definitely not our, our, our uh, the way that we pay rent but mm -hmm. um we would love to go to an east coast con and and run and sell don maku there and we've even got so far as to plan it out but uh just the time and money commitment is a little more than we can promise at this moment yeah you know on that note of traveling uh, a few things i want to mention um a number of us from gr were in japan last year and we noticed that uh, Mystery Parfait had a table at Kamikad uh, selling the Japanese yeah. version of Danmaku, which I own a copy because I went to that <laughs> I went to that table and and said hi. So, oh, then you must have seen me because I was there. Were you? I was. Uh, okay. So when I stopped by, there one of the people behind the table. Asked me what is Gensokyo Radio. 
Mm. Do you remember that at all? Oh, I, I might have been out buying a, a um, Dogens at, at, at that exact moment then. Okay, because okay. <laughs> like I, I was honestly kind of looking forward to, to finally meeting one of you guys, but it looks like we just barely missed each other. Oof. Um, and if they're referring to us, uh, we're on the East Coast all the time. I literally live here. Yeah, um, Gensoki Radio for the last five years has been to Anime Boston. Uh, it's in Boston, Massachusetts, on the East Coast. Um, next month, Nana will be attending Anime Expo, so you can go meet him there. Uh, I think earlier this... I don't know if it was this year, but I know in past years he's gone to SakuraCon as well, and that's in uh, the Washington State, uh, Seattle area. And then... Uh, Later More on, East Coast news. I think um, Nano and Lunar are going to Anime. That is correct. That is actually an announcement. We haven't said that anywhere. Um, we'll uh, the both of us will be at Anime Week in Atlanta um, in September. So if you're going there, uh, yeah, maybe you can meet us. So that's pretty much all we've got for this show. Um, I don't think there were any other questions. Maybe I can answer at the very end here. Uh, always try to get. A little bit of community interaction going when I can, but uh, yeah, it looks like that's about it for this show. So uh, thanks, guys, for joining us once again, uh, Moogs and Carrot. It's always fun hearing about what you guys are working on and, and uh, of course, like fan games and fan music. Like, fan anything is kind of what we're really into on this station, so. Well, thank you for having us. Yes, thank you. Yeah, and uh, hopefully I'll, I'll pick up my own copy of, uh, of Lunatic Extra soon, so. I just I just gotta play the base game more. Like find a I know there Come was Come to the Mystery Parfait Discord and play. <laughs> uh, I will uh you know I've I've got that. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm in there, so I'll I'll hit that up at some point. I'll post the link. Yeah. Go ahead and post the link for people on our Discord so anyone who's interested in finding uh, people to play the game with can go over there as well. And uh yeah, it'll be a good time. Alright, um, yeah, once again, happy birthday to DMJ. I know he's not here. Uh, he's celebrating. Thanks to NanoZara for being here as well. And, uh, yeah. So, have a good night, everyone. For everyone here, I am Lunar Spotlights, and I will, or we will, see you in the next one.